Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Prophet is Dawn here. And I just want to give you another encouraging word. Look at God. Look at God. It's been three days. I've been in prayer, getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning and praying at 7 p.m. at night, uh, just seeking God, seeking God, uh, seeking his face. And every day, <laughs> this week at least, uh, since we've been praying, God has been giving me an encouraging word to bring uh, to the people of God. And, and really, he's encouraging me. I am I am so grateful that I've been able to be the first partaker, <laughs> the first partaker of his word. Such an awesome God we serve. I celebrate God this morning. I honor him. It is such a privilege to be in his presence. Amen. I thank God. I thank him. I thank him. My God, I thank him for soundness of mind and just even the ability to seek him early in the morning, early in the morning. I thank God. But I wanted to bring a word to you all today. I know yesterday we talked about uh, trusting God and and having our faith in Him and and we talked about healing and and we talked about His Word and today I want to come before you and just talk a little bit about how do we trust God when we have fear? How do we trust God when when we just don't really know the outcome and we have fear of the unknown? I commit to you that we can still trust God. No matter how it looks, no matter what we think, God is a sovereign God and God has our best interest at heart. I don't know what you have before the Lord. I don't know what you have petitioned him for. But what I can tell you is that God is a faithful God. He's an awesome God, and he desires that we continue to come to him. We continue to build our faith in him, and the ways that we build our faith is just to trust him. The more we trust him, the more we know that he will come through, that God will do just what he promised that he will do. Dealing with the circumstance right now where it just seems like um, sickness is, is all around us. Death is all around us. And, and I'm seeking God for healing for my mother. Almost 11, maybe 12 years ago now, uh, my father went on to be with the Lord. And, and uh, it was a devastating time for our family. It was devastating because we had never suffered a, a death that great in which we lost a parent. Uh, and, you know, it, it just, it was hard. It was hard for everybody. But up until my father breathed his last breath, <laughs> I trusted God to heal his body, to heal his body. And God took him on to be with the Lord simply because he loves him much more than we ever can. And his body was failing him. His body was not cooperating and my father was ready to go. He was ready to go. I talked to him, and and he had tried, I believe, for about a year to, to say goodbye, and I would not let him. I would not let him. I, I just wouldn't receive it. I would not receive it. But God had to show me that when we pray for heaven on earth, for God's will to be done in the earth as it is in heaven, we're praying for the completion of all things. 
There is no pain. There is no suffering. There is no illness. There is no sickness. There is no disease in heaven. These things that do not exist. There is no sin. And therefore, when we call for his will to be done in the earth as it is in heaven, we're calling for heaven to come down to the earth. And because of the state of my father's body, he had to go to heaven. And God had to relieve him of his earth body. Y'all understand where I'm coming from. And I thank God. Yet my mother is fighting. And she knows that it is not her time. Her body is bringing some challenges. And I just ask God to give us signs. Give us give us some signs that you are healing her. And I remember when we dealt with this back in 2018. And I began to pray and intercede and, and fear set in. And, and I didn't know what to do because I saw it before. And I said, God, just heal my mother. But I was praying and I was, I was obedient. And the Holy Spirit was pushing me to intercede and to pray and to lift my mother up. Yet I have fear because I had an expectation. I had an expectation with my father and God decided to bring him home. And I was devastated. I was absolutely devastated. And I said, God, I release my will. I release my will. I want my mother to be here, but I release my will that your will will be done. And God healed her body. God healed her body. She came out of that situation. They told her that the cancer was no longer detectable. And I'm telling you, God did that thing. (laughs) He did that thing. So when we had to face this again, and I went to God with fear in my heart, And I pled with the Lord and I said, God, she's not ready. She's not ready. Every time I talk to my mother, I say, what is God saying to you? What are you hearing from God? Because see, like any good father, he's going to come to the aid and the need of his child, no matter what the circumstance. He's going to speak to you no matter what we want to hear. I'm telling you, I remember talking to my dad and he shared with me what God had been saying to him about his time. He knew. He was fully aware of what was going on and he was ready. He was tired of this world. He had dealt with so much pain and suffering and loss, especially over the last few years of his his life. He was ready. And so how how do we how do we trust God even when we are afraid? Even when we don't know what to do. I get so frustrated. I'm I'm gonna share this story real quick because I always share. <laughs> but these folk on my job, I'm telling you, they just they annoy me sometimes. I love them. I love them, but they they just get on my nerves. So y'all pray for prophetess. But I just adore these people. And they they treat me so raggedy sometimes. And, and I just be like, what is the problem? 
But because I come in and I bring a level of structure and authority and congruency, uh, they don't like it. They don't like it. So anytime I try to bring structure, they push. And when I tell you they push, they push, 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 push. (laughs) Just like children. They don't want to see it, but it is my responsibility. It is is my uh, duty. I was trying to think due diligence, but it is my duty to be uh, a leader. It is my duty to be a leader. And people who reject uh, leadership, they, they rebel against structure, will, will fight, fight me tooth and nail all the way, all the way. But anyway, we, I, we started developing a pattern within the team that every time I would try to bring structure, they would fight back. And anything that I would attempt to do, they would just totally shut down. And, and so I got to the point, I said, look, I got to be able to do my job. And in order for me to do my job, you have to trust me in my capacity. So here's the thing. If I'm not functioning to your expectations, if I'm not doing what I ought to do, you all need to be looking for somebody else. (laughs) I'm laughing because (laughs) they even tried to go behind my back. One 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 of our leaders tried to go behind my back. He started fishing. He thought he, he thought he was gonna get a new uh, program manager, but you know, it didn't happen. But anyway, I don't I don't charge it to him. I don't hold it against him. But what I did ask is that give me an opportunity to do do what I know to do, do what I know to do. Now that's some stuff I don't know nothing about. I'm telling you, when it comes to some of that technical stuff and development and all of that stuff, I got to go based on your word. Because I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to that. But baby, if you ask me to manage a program, an implementation, honey, I've been doing this for a long time. And I know that I know that I know what I'm talking about. So if I come to you and say, hey, we got to do this. It's time for this. It's time for that. And I lay out the plan. You 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 can you can put your faith in it at least about eighty five to ninety <laughs> percent. You know we go out the ebb and flow and fix some things, but nine times out of ten or eight point five times out of ten, I got it together. So I had to have a very candid talk with one of our uh, very vocal leaders who has been championing the program uh, since I started and, and my manager. I pulled, pulled them together and I said, look, you know, because this is becoming debilitating. Whenever the team doesn't understand something, they shoot it down. And they shoot it down to the point that I can't get things done. But then we circle back and have to do it anyway. We have to do it anyway. And now we were in the media. I got so frustrated with this man. I'm telling you, got so mad at this man because he told me that the one thing, the very thing that these people shut down, he said, oh, Don, you, you misunderstood. You, 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 you misunderstood. That's, that's not what they meant. That's not us. I, I said, what? You were there. I was there. We were there. And the thing about me, I can't stand that gaslighting. I'm telling you, it's so intangible. I don't like it. <clears throat> and when people try to play me for the fool, I don't like it. 
Let's just have a real conversation. Yeah, we didn't want you to do that because we didn't want you to do it. We didn't think it was any value in it. And I could deal with that better than you telling me that it never happened because you're trying to play on my intellect, my mental stability. Basically, you telling me that never happened. I'm, ooh, buddy, I can't stand it. But anyway, I started sharing that story because oftentimes when people don't understand a thing, when people don't understand a thing, they will try to shoot it down. They'll try to collude together and come together and come against you for what they don't know and don't understand. I come here this morning to tell you to keep going. Keep pressing, keep doing what God has called you to do, because I'm going to tell you something. If I don't know how to do nothing else, I know how to pray. If I don't know how to do nothing else, I know how to trust God, even with my eyes wide shut. I know how to trust God and to believe that he's going to bring us out. And he's going to do just that what he promised to do. But what will happen is that when we get in the height of our faith and our trust in God, somebody will come and try to shoot it down. Somebody will come and try to tell you, no, God, God ain't going to do that. God ain't going to do that. That's why I had to tell folk, I said, I'm, I'm separating myself. I had to pull back, pull out, separate myself because I said, I cannot allow the anointing to be contaminated. Because it's too much at stake. See, you're looking at me from a common state. You're looking at me as Dawn or, or, or sister or mother or, or, or auntie or whatever it is. But I am a servant of God. God sent me in the family to intercede for the needs of the family. Now, I'm not talking about me getting a pat on my back or my ego or anything like that. It is what it is. And as much as I came out black female and the child of my mother and father, and as much as that is a reality of who I am and I had nothing to do with it, I am a servant of God. I am his prophet. I didn't choose this. God chose me. And so we have to separate ourselves from the negativity, from the negative words, from the thoughts. I don't care how God is going to do it. I trust him to get it done. I don't care what God is going to do. I trust him to get it done done. I don't want to hear no naysayers. I don't care about what this one said, what that one said, or what this one is doing, or what that one is doing, how they trying to come against what God has called me to do. I don't care. I'm going to continue to do it. <laughs> if you don't understand it, get out the way. Get out the way. We talked about household enemies. And if y'all didn't hear that, go back and listen. Go back and listen to uh, uh, that message. And I, uh, listen, listen, listen. The devil is a lie. I ain't mad at nobody. I ain't hold no grudges. It just is what it is. The enemy, if it, listen. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. See, I had something prepared, but I got to go here. The enemy will use whoever is usable. Listen to me. 
He will use whoever is usable. None of us are exempt. I'm not exempt. I'm not exempt. He'll even use me against myself. He'll use you against me. If we allow ourselves to be used. That's why we got to kill this flesh every day. That's why we got to get into his presence. That's why we got to allow God and Christ to reign over our lives. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead, guide, and direct us. We need that. Listen. And as much as we need the air that we breathe, we need the Holy Ghost. We need God to turn the floodlights of heaven on us every day and to extract any and everything that is not like him. Any and everything. Because that's where the power comes from. That's where the power of God is coming from. Not in your flesh and not in your mess, not in your intellect, not in your being. You know what God told me? You know what God told me a few weeks ago? I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you. God said to me, because I was seeking him about, um, you know, just pulling together the word and and getting my messages because I wanted to get into a cadence of ministering before we get our physical building as we go into the church. And so I wanted to get into a cadence of, of you know, okay, here's my message. This is the, the theme for the year and all the stuff that I hear about. So I wanted to start doing that. And God said, God said, drop to your knees, get on your face, Get in my presence and I will give you a word. I will give you a word. Shut, shut the Bible. Shut off everything, every message that you are reading, everything that you are going through, every history, everything. Shut it up and shut it down. Get into my presence. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on now. That's where the power is. Don't y'all go off thinking, prophetess ain't going to be getting in the word <laughs> and dissecting the word and bringing it to you. That's not what I mean. But God said, get into my presence. Get into my presence. And I'm telling you, that's where the power is. That's where the power is. I am, I am not one who have ever been one to memorize scripture. There are some cast scriptures that I've memorized, you know, for, for years. But I'm telling you, I, I, I got a real degree in theology. And when I say real degree, there are concepts, precepts, things that I understand. The organization, the study of the Bible, I understand. How to study the Bible, I understand. But because of how my mind is conditioned, I'm not one who will memorize and just rattle off scripture. Sometimes I will, and especially when I'm um, doing a certain study, I'll, you know, God will bring it to my remembrance and I'll memorize it. But that doesn't denote a good Christian, the ability to say the word. <laughs> y'all better y'all better pray. I'm telling you. I'm telling you because we ain't we ain't seen 
the worst of it. We ain't seen the best of it. We ain't seen the worst of it. But in any state, we need to learn how to pray. We got to trust God even in fear. Even when we don't know what the outcome is going to be, we have to trust God. We have to trust God. And I ask God, just like I did with when my mother was sick before, I said, show me a sign. Show me a sign. And he keeps showing signs each and every time. He keeps showing signs. But yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, I was listening. I was listening to, to this church. And, and I need to stop. I need to stop because I'll be getting... Uh, I don't know. I, I just became nosy over the years. And I be getting uh, intrigued and drawn into mess when it comes to the church, you know, when stuff is going on. But anyway, it's 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 a, a bishop, I think somewhere in Florida, uh, he's trying to break away from the Church of God in Christ. And any of you who know me know that my roots come from Church of God in Christ. So every now and then, anything that's going on with Church of God in Christ, I try to be up on, you know, and, 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 and to know, you know, because I love, I love church of God in Christ. I mean, it, every religion has its flaws. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's trying to break away. So they, they appointed a, a bishop over his church, what he had, what this other, uh, elder had grown and developed. And now he said, I don't want to be a part of y'all. I'm breaking away. And, uh, and this bishop said, okay, well, they appointed me to come and take charge and, and you got to go, pastor, you got to go. You, you can't be here no more. I'm going to take over your flock and we'll, we got it from here. And so a fight began to ensue. And I'm talking about, uh, you know, in the courts and, and through the church of God in Christ, through their uh, bylaws, you have to go through different uh phases and go to the elders and all of that and, and all of that. And even I think I heard that the church gets a vote too. Uh, but I haven't seen that. Anyway, they started fighting. They're fighting each other in the church. And so I got intrigued by it. So I started watching the little videos and I'm telling y'all pray for me. But uh, I, I got intrigued because I got frustrated because I said both of y'all ought to sit down somewhere. But the, the bishop who was talking when, and, and all the mess that he was saying, because he was talking a bunch of mess, but and, and all he, let me qualify that. He wasn't being disrespectful or anything, but I'm saying he was talking mess because it was a bunch of rhetoric. How you going to come in and take somebody to church? But anyway, uh, he had mentioned how God had healed him, even from where he was in the state of his cancer. God had healed him even when it began to spread. God had healed him. So I said, God, if you could do it for one, <laughs> if you could do it for one, any in the earth that you have ever brought forth this miracle, I know you can do it for us. And that just reinvigorated me. And I'm telling you, I felt so good. But anyway, I had this thing together 
that I wanted to talk to you all about when it comes to trusting God in our fear. I wanted to talk about David and how we all know in Psalms what David was going through, you know, as he was running away from Saul and and how, you know, he felt like the world was crumbling all around him and everything was going against him. And he cried out to the Lord. He said, God, be merciful unto me, O God. For man will swallow me up. He said, he fighting daily oppresseth me. That's in Psalms 56 and 1. He said, he said, be merciful unto me. He was going through a great level of oppression. Listen to me. He wasn't just fighting Saul. He was fighting family members. He was fighting, uh, uh, uh. I want to say constituents in in his palace, you know, in his kingdom. He was being attacked all around him. He was being attacked all around him and especially throughout his life. But I'm talking about when he was fighting Saul, they was coming against him. And not only were they coming against him from the inside out, he also had to fight. He had to continue to be a good soldier. (laughs) and continue to fight and then had the nerve to turn around and say, I honor God. I honor God so much that I won't even come against my leader. Sometimes we find ourselves fighting against family, fighting out there in them streets. Like I just shared the stories, fighting in the church. We hear about wars and, and rumors of wars. And sometimes we just feel like the enemy could just swallow us up. Swallow us up and there's nothing that we can do. David even told God in 56 and 2, he said, my enemies would daily swallow me up. For they be many that fight against me, O thou most high. David wasn't lying. He was telling the truth. He was telling the truth. When God has called you and he has placed his mark on you, the enemy will send anybody who can be used, even yourself. Joyce Meyer talked about it in the battles of our mind, the battlefield of the mind. (laughs) We be fighting our own selves. People be attacking and going off. But God gives us a safe place. He gives us a safe harbor. So that we can come to him and just lay it all out. Lay it all out. God, I trust you, but I'm afraid. God, I trust you, but I'm struggling. God, I trust you, but I need you. I'm afraid and I put my trust in thee. David said in Psalms 56 and 3, he said, I am afraid, but I put my trust in thee. Even when we're hiding, even when we're running, we got to trust God. We got to trust God. I I told you at times and seasons in my life, the trials and tribulations that came upon me were the best uh, uh, present that God can give me because it drew me so close to him. It was a season that I just felt like sorrow was my greatest companion. I was going through so much. I said it was a it was an opportunity to learn a valuable lesson of how great God is. 
how great God is. I didn't have peace. I had disruption everywhere, everything that was going on in my life, but I had to trust God. I had to trust God. Even when things are going well, even when we got peace and beauty and comfort, we still have to trust God by faith and ask him to strengthen our spirit, strengthen our faith. As we go through these dark times and these hard times, we don't turn our faith against God. We say, God, we'll trust you. We'll praise you no matter what it looks like. Don't y'all let nobody turn your mind against God and make you think that he's not who he is because they they don't know. Because they don't know. And I ain't trying to offend nobody. But you can't change what I know about God. (laughs) You can't change. As a matter of fact, what you might want to do is ask a good question. I can sit you down because I love talking about my God. (laughs) I remember times and seasons in my life where I felt like even my own physical health challenges, challenges that I had in my life, in my youth, young. They telling me that I had uh, 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 cysts on my ovaries and and precancerous cells. Not in this body. The devil is a liar. Not in this body. Going through mental illness and and just having just, just challenges all around me. The enemy tried to steal everything that God gave me. Soundness of mind. Property. I remember when they came and told me they were going to foreclose on my house. I said, no, you ain't. <laughs> I said, God, if you got to shut down every financial institution, I'm talking about being bold in Christ, being being confident enough in him to ask for what you want, to ask for what you want and trust him to give you what you need. Did I get what I wanted when I petitioned God on behalf of my father? Did I get what I wanted when I said, God, don't let him leave this earth? That wasn't what I wanted. But that was absolutely what my father needed. We trust God. God will never leave us or forsake us. God will never lie to us. He will never make us believe a lie. We don't listen. We don't have to conjure up or manufacture testimonies to prove that God is God. God is God all by himself. (laughs) All by himself. Just think about how magnificent he is. How great he is and how much he loves us. How much he loves us that in our our little, I ain't going to say pea brains, because we got some, you know, magnificent brains. In our magnificent brains. He tried to bring to the earth a manifestation of his being that we will have eternal life and salvation. He contained himself in such a way that our minds could comprehend and understand who he is in male form. As a man, he came into the earth to take up all of our sins. 
all of our infirmities, all of everything, all of our iniquities. He consumed them for us and he died for us that we would have life and that more abundant. He died for us that we would have health and joy and peace. That even in our darkest hours, we didn't have to go and and knock on the door of the prophet, knock on the door of the priest. We can go to him in prayer. I'm telling you, y'all better change your mind about some things. You better redirect your posture. Because the God that we serve is a true and living God. He is a true and living God. And again, I come to encourage you. Trust God. Trust God even in fear. Trust God. Don't allow the enemy to make you think that just because (laughs) your faith has wavered a little bit, just because you took your eyes off of Jesus and started to look down in the boat or on the water, just because you felt the infliction of your pain and you began to cry out in pity and self-pity yourself. Don't you let that be a barrier to you coming back to God and saying, Lord, I trust you even in my fear. I trust you, God. All right? Well, I love you all, and I just pray that God will continue to bless you exceedingly abundantly above all that you can think or ever even imagine. God is a good God. And he is greatly to be praised. Father God, I thank and praise you for each and every person under the sound of my voice, God, but especially for those of us who are struggling with our faith. Those who are trusting you in fear, we are trusting you, God, as we continue to go through the challenges of life and and the trials and the tribulations that we face. God, we trust you. We honor you today, and I pray that you will increase the faith of your people. I pray, Lord God, that you will continue to bless them, to know that you are a God who is intimately concerned with everything that goes on in our lives. Father God, look on our children today. Bless and cover, shield and protect them. Lead, guide, and direct them. Save, heal, and deliver them. In the name of Jesus, that we won't suffer not one premature death. Look on our family members who are ill and sick, Lord God. Continue to bless their bodies. Continue to keep them. Father God, we thank and praise you. And we honor you this morning, Lord God. And we seal this prayer through our faith. And ask Jesus that you will dispatch your angels to do that which you have commissioned them to do in each and every one of our lives. And Father God, we ask for immediate manifestation of this word that it will become alive in our lives, Lord God. And Father God, we ask for manifestation of this prayer that the testimonies will be flooding. (laughs) Oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen.